Hey everybody, welcome back to Going For Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter too. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, we hope that you're doing well, staying safe, and just trying to find the positives. Uh, because they were tough to find this past weekend, which we'll talk about uh, obviously in a little bit. Um, man, there just wasn't much good. That was no fun at all. No fun. Um, but uh, what do we have in store today for the show, Hunter? We're going to do... Sadly, our game review. I have some spreadsheet knowledge going on. And then we're going to talk about some of the other games. Yeah. And then we're going to close it out with some Instagram questions. Yeah. It's it's a really happy day around here going for two. Yeah. So if, if you guys do have any positives, like we'll, we'll run through what we have, which it's, it's not much. But if y'all do have any positives that you want to run by us, anything that you saw that maybe we didn't, uh, you can send those to us at going for two uh, on Instagram. But I just think we're hard-pressed to find anything good about what happened on Saturday. Uh, we've, we're facing the best team in America, but still, that was just that was just no fun yeah. at all. So, yeah, as I said last week, we weren't going in expecting a win, but at, at the very least, we could expect some moral victories, like yeah. may, maybe scoring I would, I would a have, touchdown. I would have started off this show with a, it's a victory Monday, but I mean, we didn't. <laughs> there's no moral victory. I mean, Zach Arnett's defense did what they could against uh, uh, Devontae Smith, but, man, that was tough. Okay, so let's get into it. Number one right here is this sucks. Yeah. And I, <laughs> that's about it, really. Like, yeah. that was terrible. The past three games have been awful. So I um, I actually watched this game from Laurel, uh, which is where which is where I, start, I watched the LSU game to start off the season. Uh, so I thought that maybe you know changing the locations of where I was watching the game I had a little something to do with it. It did not, and I made it through the first three quarters before I, I hung it up and just left it with you. But um, man, yeah. Okay, so I would really just like to score some points. Yeah, I mean it was fun when we were doing the scoring thing for like that one game that feels like it was two years ago. Yeah, I think like since the Kentucky game, like including the Kentucky game uh, up until this point. Um, I think Zach Garnett and his defense and then the special teams has outscored our offense. Feels like with it. A, with a pick six against A&M and a safety against Kentucky, that's nine points. And then we scored one offensive touchdown against A&M. So in the last three games, our defense and special teams has outscored the offense. Let's go Zach Garnett. So, man, this is, this is just brutal. Yeah. But I, I do like the thing that we do when we score points. Um, and I, I really do hope we can get back to that at some point. I think we should get back to that at some point. Yeah, in, in, in my infinite knowledge, that, that usually that usually goes well for teams. Yeah. So. Okay, so in my film review of this, as you know, I watched it like eight times for no reason. Um, 75% of our plays were dirty plays. Yeah. And that's that was the worst game of our season so far. In the Kentucky game, we had 70% of our plays were dirty. Yeah. So... This was worse than the Kentucky game. And that's... that's and you know, if, if 70% dirty plays can't win you a game against Kentucky, then even more dirty plays is not going to win you a game against Alabama. You know, it, that <laughs> those those percentages are, are way off if we're expecting to win football games. Yeah, and um, our quarterbacks, their percent issue in this game was 32.81%. And I believe last week in Texas A&M, it was like 14%. So, you know, that's that's over double. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's, that goes for, for KJ and for Will, both both guys. I mean, 
they they weren't facing as much pressure. I didn't feel like uh, as they did against A and M, and we're still just haven't having problems. They were they were not good, and so yeah, people like Will Rogers more than KJ, but Will has some big issues. Yeah, one of which being he waits too long to hit his receivers because playing in zone, like receivers are supposed to stop, but they'll stop and then. They'll be sitting there for a second, and then KJ will hit them. Yeah. And, I mean, Will will hit them. Okay, it, it's yeah. just rough. And one thing I do think, like, Will, I, I definitely see the upside in him just for, because of the fact he's a freshman. You know, KJ, he's bad this year, and he's never going to be back here. Mm-hmm. You know, Will, I mean, if he if he uses this year, which doesn't even count as a year for, of his eligibility, if he uses this year to get better and, you know, can practice with the with the first team, you know, wide receivers and stuff, build a chemistry, you know, maybe we'll see improvement throughout this year and, and moving forward. But the thing is, he's not the quarterback of the future, even if he does start the rest of this mm-hmm. season. It's Sawyer Robertson. Yeah. Mike Leach has his, has his quarterback of the future recruited and uh, committed. So, I mean, Will Rogers, I mean, he can start the rest of the year for all I'm concerned, but... He's not the quarterback of the future. So. Yeah. What about Keaton outscoring Mississippi State? <laughs> yeah. That was that was about the only uh, Hail State that I saw on Twitter this week was Keaton Thompson just scored a touchdown for Virginia Hail State. Dude, what but, about that fake punt? Yeah. What, what a and I was that's a that's a gutsy call. I mean, Dan Mullen tried a fake punt a couple of times and it never worked. So. <laughs> oh, less miles. <laughs> That was, uh, I love that's where you can pun. take pride in being a former LSU fan. There Just seeing Brad Wing. <laughs> uh, I still follow Brad yeah. Wing on Instagram. How how great is it that we're still being able to laugh and just have fun talking about football? I can't wait for baseball season. <laughs> I think that might be an Instagram question coming up here pretty soon. Uh, okay, another thing that Will Rogers does is, uh, if you see it a lot, um, he'll stare down the check down, which is really weird. I don't know where that behavior has came from. Because, you know, most of the time your check down is, you know, your check down. Yeah. <laughs> not through your progression, and then you make a check down. No, Will stares him down, and then the linebacker gets a running start down at Marks, and then murders him. So Yeah. It's no fun. There's Our offense isn't good. Our offensive line, besides Cross, was horrible. Cross had a really good day, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, he had like two issues all day, and one of them was a false start. Yeah, he did pretty good in my opinion. I mean, definitely. I mean, he's a five-star guy. We've we've expected him to kind of, you know, play better than he has this year. And finally, we saw that uh, this week. You know, facing former West Jones Mustang, he was he was lined up against Byron Young this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, kind of a kind of a Laurel Mississippi uh, face-off right yeah, it was there. Yeah, kind of fun. That's pretty fun. We got to, to see, see the got to see a few of those and, in high school. Yeah, and they were really getting into it too. Like it, mm-hmm. it seemed like. There was, there was no love lost between them. <laughs> Another thing with our offensive line is they're extremely slow on our screen passes. Yeah. Our screen passes where the guard center and guard all go out, our left guard is never out there to make the block. Yeah. And some of that could just be on the complete timing of the offense, but it looks like the offensive line is just really slow on that. Because yeah. when we do tackle guard center, Cross gets out there and makes the block, and then we get a 12-yard gain. And everything's works, but do you know of anything in the works, like recruiting wise, for our offensive line to be getting better this this next year? We got a JUCO guy from Gulf, Gulf from, Coast. From Gulf Coast. Okay. I, if he's coming here, he must know what he's getting into. So that yeah. feels at least better. Yeah. I mean, that's someone that you could start. Yeah. I mean, I I really am hoping that we get 
some guys to come in here. And We're just... gonna have to get transfers or JUCO. Yeah, I mean, it has it has to be pretty uh, pretty obvious to them that if they come here and they're good enough, they will start because we need people. And I'm, they now. should know what they're gonna be getting into. It's gonna be a lot of pass protection and yeah. wide splits. So they hopefully, also... anyone that they're recruiting can come in here and plug and play. Yeah, they, they also need to know that if they do come here and do poorly, like. Going for two with Jack Taylor is not going to let them get away with it because yeah. Hunter Two is doing these game reviews and he's not letting them get away with oh anything. Lord. <laughs> Just block me. Okay. <laughs> okay. They so might can block you on Instagram. They maybe I may put a how-to video. <laughs> um, so when we did have clean plays, our yards per clean play was uh, nine point oh six, which I think that is pretty pretty showing that. When the system works, it works. Yeah. Like, I, like I know people are always calling for Mike Leach to adjust or anything, but watching through this, we had some wide dang open receivers. Yeah. And KJ and Will missed, like, didn't even look at them. Yeah. They just hit the little check down. And that really does kind of back up the, the narrative that it's not the, the play style, it's not the coaching, it's just execution. And so I don't know... <laughs> I've never played football. I don't know how it looks when you're on the field, but, I mean, it looks like there are some wide-open receivers that, you know, if I'm seeing them, I feel like the quarterback should be able to as well. But Yeah, who it, knows? it's rough. And I think nine yards a play on clean play, I'm, I'm not expecting every play to be a clean play. Yeah. But how about 75% clean plays or, or, or you know... <laughs> 50% clean plays. Anything and, more than 25. And anything out of the 25-30s, and I I think we're doing pretty good, but yeah. we're just bad when and we're bad. I don't know if you consider them clean plays or not, but Will did have a few uh, big-time throws, I feel like. Uh, Two of them, of he was having to scramble because our offensive line sucked. Okay. Well, there was one, the, the you know, controversial catch or no catch mm-hmm. uh, on the sideline. That, that was, was a great ball. It was a great ball, great play. Um, and then I don't see how you can review that. And first of all, call it a no cat, call it an incompletion, and then review it looking for targeting and say that that's not targeting. I, I do not understand. It's that SEC office in Birmingham. Yeah. That's I all mean, it is. I, I really do hate to be the guy who's like, the, the, the refs are just out to get us. They're here for Alabama. I just really like to score a point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we weren't there... At that point, we weren't trying to win the game. We're just I just want to put points on the board. And then and then later in that drive, uh, Will makes the throw to Osiris Mitchell, which Osiris alligator armed it. Yeah, you need to you need to make that catch. And then there was another targeting call, or should have been another targeting call on that play, but of course there was not. So you yeah, love to see it. It was tough. Uh, Will I also did. Uh, or percent issues of the QB issues. Okay. And this is for KJ and Will, and it's just their issues. 26.1% of them are bad passes. That's just bad location, bad whatever. And, and would those count as, like, a, a catch as well? If it's caught, but it's still a bad mm, ball? No. no. If, if it's play. on, that's good enough. Okay. These were just not even Uncatchable. close to yeah. catchable. And then 26% was bad read, which is throwing it into coverage or you threw the check down instead of going deep. Okay. And then there was a fun 4.3% that was bad ball slash read, oh, which means gosh. you did nothing right. And I think one of those, no, yeah, one of those was an interception. And then 8.7% was no communication, 
we had a few of those where it looked like uh, the wide receiver saw a different place and then quarterback saw a different place. Yeah. And I, I don't know how to, I don't know how they're supposed to fix that other than maybe we'll let the better quarterback start in practice and throw with the maybe wide just, receiver ones. Like, like I was saying earlier, just getting into that chemistry maybe might can help that. But. Yeah. And then another 8.7%, these were all Will Rogers, was staring down his wide receiver. Yeah. And then. I mean, do you think that's just, or KJ, having a little bit more experience, not staring at the check You know, down? I'm not sure if KJ knows where to look anytime, so. <laughs> He doesn't even know he has a check down available. So <laughs> he may not but, may not know how many people are out in coverage. How many how, how many players do I have on offense that are on my team? <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this chart and I just it's unbelievable that <laughs> there are this many problems, um, and it is hard to believe that it's all execution. I mean, you feel like you know what is this now? Four games in a row that we've just looked absolutely atrocious mm-hmm. um you know at this point you're like surely it can't all be on the players but i don't know I me mean, either this this might just be you know first year mike leach cleaning out the program ready to rebuild and we just have to sit here and enjoy to, the wins it had to be can. the two years that we were definitely having a podcast yeah <laughs> uh, love it yeah we'll have but, to go for a year three and we will definitely talk about the vandy game on thursday but we are expecting to to at least put points on the board. I'm not going to get crazy and say we're going to win that game. but I'm, I'm going to get crazy and say that we score. <laughs> I mean, our offense may not, and we may we hey. still may cover. Okay, <laughs> How's, what happens if our offense doesn't score and we cover the 17 points? <laughs> Was that, so that's three defensive scores at least. Um, Zach Arnett needs to be promoted to <laughs> athletic that. director at that point. <laughs> Dude, Zach Arnett, uh, like he had like a pretty good game, mm-hmm. but could we not call a corner blitz off of Devonte Smith's side? That just doesn't seem like a good business decision because our walk-on safety is then <laughs> matched up against. Just have to spend an entire drive getting just running a track meet with Devonte Smith, and then get a little break and you get to sit on the bench get some water real quick and then oh 14 second three and out let's go back on the field hail state love the air raid <laughs> how many three and outs did, uh, it was five in uh, a row i counted at least all of them yeah so. it was five in a row where uh, to start the game yeah three and outs <laughs> we we had no possession in this game it was tough hey one one positive though we got we forced Bama for a three and out early in the first half. That did feel good. Yeah, that was that was surprising, but um, I think that's all we got for this game. I, yeah, I really there was no positives as you can tell, uh, and so now we're going to move on to the other games that happened this week because it turns out Mississippi State and Alabama aren't the only two teams in the country. Thank God. Okay, so number one is Memphis at Cincinnati. Okay, uh, all right. I hate you. Yeah, Jack uh, hated that joke, but you know I'm here for it. You know what? I wasn't here, so I couldn't. I couldn't stop that from happening. Cincinnati so. looked dominant in that game. They're now ranked number six in the country. They are, dude. It, it's gonna happen. Cincinnati is coming. 
They they better not go near the playoff. They will get blasted. They're not getting blasted. But, all right, game number two, I actually did watch this one because I just had no interest in watching Cincinnati and Memphis play, but I did watch Texas at number six, Oklahoma State. The Big 12 is out of the playoffs. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma State was the last chance the Big 12 had, and they were hosting they were hosting Texas, and game went into overtime, and Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger's good. Got it done. So um, Oklahoma State had so many opportunities to put that game away. Uh, and just couldn't do it, you know. They they could not. I don't know. They kept turning the ball over. It's Big Twelve football. Yeah, it's fun to watch, and okay. it's fun to watch them lose too. Okay, so number three is LSU at Auburn. How bad is okay. LSU? Let's paint the picture for the SEC right now. So we beat LSU to start off the season. I don't know if you guys knew that, but it felt we, like a year ago. Yeah, it was a, it was a long time ago, um, and so Auburn a few weeks ago lost a game to South Carolina. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the next week, LSU blasted South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And so this week, what are you expecting? I'm expecting LSU to go to Auburn and play them close, play them mm-hmm. tight, uh, help our help our <laughs> help our season a little bit, make us look all right. And uh, no, 49 to three is the final. <laughs> Auburn wins. What the heck is that about? <laughs> 48 to 11. What, like... 48 to... Okay. okay. How does... I turned it off. There was no point in me watching that game. Uh, Man. What is the SEC? What is college football? How is Bo Pelini? (laughs) How is he employed? LSU is going to come for Zach Arnett. There's no way. Let's let's keep him for at least the next five games. Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Then game number four, Arkansas at Texas A&M. I really thought Arkansas was going to do it for me. I mean, and I think this game proved uh, positive things for both teams. Mm -hmm. Arkansas stayed in this game. They they put points on the board, which is something that I I I really wish we could learn how to do. Like I said, Uh, and Texas A&M proved that they could very well be a a a playoff team. You know, they they did lose to Alabama earlier this year, and. Alabama was dominant in that game, but A&M you know, has beaten Florida since then, mm-hmm. has taken care of a really good Mississippi State. Nope, 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 never mind. Um, they did beat us, and uh, now they handled Arkansas as well, who is just a scrappy team, and yeah. they, they got past them. So both teams uh, had a lot of positives in that game, but A&M did come out with a 10-point win, and that moves us to what could have been you know, a, a massive upset. Uh, Boston College at Clemson. Boston College had the ball bouncing their way the entirety of the first half, and um, then Clemson just Clemson. So uh, they ended up coming back and winning that game in the fourth quarter, uh, in with a backup quarterback. Trevor Lawrence didn't play due to due to testing positive for COVID, and uh, Uangalele, the backup quarterback, got to got to play. And I mean, he was not the problem. He wasn't the reason that they were struggling in the first half. He was really good. You know, I kept hearing about. Tre- um, Clemson having a quarterback with a tough last name to pronounce, and Lawrence didn't really seem. Yeah, neither that Trevor. So. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, DJ Uangalele uh, was was really good. Is he, he's a freshman. Yeah. So, uh, they they they're in good hands for the future. Mm-hmm. But uh, and he's gonna have to start against Notre Dame next week as well. So because Lawrence isn't gonna be back, but I'm excited about that. You know. Okay, and then our sixth game is <laughs> Michigan State at Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> You love to see you love to see Michigan lose a game that they're supposed to win. I love to see Jim Harbaugh lose. In all honesty, it feels good. Yeah, you can't wear khakis and expect to win a big game, right? Nah. But you know, I think Michigan State has a quarterback with the coolest name in football, Rocky Lombardi. Doesn't that just? He, I feel like he has to win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. 
maybe either that or like be a good boxer or something something like that so uh but it's always fun to watch michigan lose it wasn't on the on a fumbled punt or anything this year but you know still it's trouble with the snap (laughs) (laughs) and uh that is going to bring us to the end of uh the games that we're talking about and we're going to go on to instagram questions so uh once again if you guys have any questions uh, before our next episode just send them to us at going for two we'll always post a um a prompt for questions uh usually the day of the podcast and sometimes we forget though but um we didn't today so you guys came through for that and uh here are some questions so what's number one okay number one is from jace gollaby who do you think southern miss's new head coach will be in december this is a really weird situation i most in college football most time your coach doesn't leave after the first game or you know ever in the middle of a season but that has happened twice to Southern Miss. Yeah, they're now on their third head coach of the year. Um, <laughs> that's that's tough. You hate to see that. But uh, who, who would you like to see them get? Um, just because I have no knowledge of anybody that would want to actually go to Southern Miss. Um, let's just go Scott Pearson. Yeah. West Jones football. Let's go. Yeah, okay. It's a good step up. He, ha- he has history with you know winning some games and uh definitely can pack out the rock we've seen him do that once for the state championship so uh let, just just for fun scott pearson let's go uh i'd like to see kendall bryles i know they tried to hire art bryles oh, so, so you're being serious about yeah that. okay okay um i am too yeah they tried to hire art bryles but you know apparently a bunch of sexual misconduct things at Baylor. Oh, is, that, is that like put a damper on yeah you getting a yeah, job apparently it does yeah yeah which rightfully so but kendall got out before all of that i, I don't know if that was art knowing that something to was him. gonna happen yeah. but i like kendall bryles i think he has an exciting offense yeah i'd like to see him go there yeah it can be fun okay from sarah vanek when is my episode mm. we we told you 50 50 likes on the comment and you could do your episode and you didn't vouch too hard so yeah Okay. Only 24 likes. Okay, from Football James 17. Who was one player that caught your eye last game? For me, it was Jaquavius Marks. Um, I did like to see the improvement in Charles Cross. I'm hoping that that can continue throughout the year. I mean, Bama Bama's D line is nothing to is nothing to just look over. I mean, that was a that was a good D line, and he did a good job holding his own there. So definitely improved. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Charles Cross too. That was good to see. It was fun seeing Brad Cumbus. It was, play. yeah. Yeah. I uh, hope to see him on the baseball field uh, next year as well. So um, it's just it's just fun seeing <laughs> seeing a guy Brad Cumbus didn't do much, but he was on the field. So. Yeah, it was fun to see. Okay, then I got some on Gene's page, and it one from McCain thirty one. How long do you think Arnett stays at Mississippi State? Uh, as I said previously, I think LSU is going to come calling. Uh, Florida could also be calling. Uh, so, I think that if he wants to leave after this year, I think he very well could. Yeah. So. Um, Mississippi State just doesn't have a good record of uh, <laughs> keeping defensive coordinators any longer than you know one or two seasons. So I'm not expecting him to stay very long, but. Uh, He's very he's welcome to stay as long as he wants to. <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly take him. So one question from uh, from Brooks Taylor: Will a win against Vandy get the team back in rhythm, and if so, how? Um, so we'll definitely talk more about this game on Thursday. But just for this question, what you got? If we can score on offense against zone coverage, mm-hmm. I 
think it helps. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Maybe a whole game with one quarterback and winning it. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think putting points on the board, you know, can just give us confidence, if nothing else, just moving forward to a game against Auburn. But, uh, I mean, the optimistic side of me says, yes, it will put us back in rhythm, but... It'll just, it'll just be good to see another Just to win. run into a buzzsaw in two weeks after that in Georgia. Oh, gosh. I keep forgetting they're even on our schedule. <laughs> That's not fair. But And because Brooks Taylor sent that question, I do have to give him credit. I mentioned going to Death Valley a couple years ago, seeing Mississippi State play at LSU, and he is actually the person who I went with. I went with Brooks. He he, he took me to that game, so that was Dude, fun. We were supposed to go this year, and then COVID happened. So. Yeah. But thank you again, Brooks. That was a, that was a fun trip. One of the one of the best college football experiences I've ever had. So how many points did Mississippi State score in that game? Six or nine. I mean, no touchdowns. So Hell <laughs> State. You but, know what's new, honestly. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed. So next question is going to come from Lee Taylor, and it's a simple one. We already touched on it a little bit. When's baseball season? Not soon enough. <laughs> We are, we are definitely holding out for February. Uh, I'm, I'm so ready to watch baseball. Well, I mean, even if our football team was doing well, I would be ready to watch baseball. But yeah, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I'm too. Uh, I, I can assure you that Brad Cumbus is also excited for it. Yeah, and uh, keeping up with the um, Fall World Series, that was fun too. Um, you know, just, just kind of seeing what, what kind of talent we have, pitching and hitting. Um I can't wait to, to watch baseball and you know do this podcast for yeah. baseball as well. So. I'm going to learn, maybe, hopefully, about baseball. Yeah. That's the one where you throw the ball at the the base. and Yeah, yeah. Something, something like that. So um, That's the one got, where you hit it like half the time and you're good or something. No, nah, like a third, third of the time. Uh, I, I saw Bryce Harper. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and that comes to another question, and it's from Clay Taylor. In any sport, uh, who's your favorite player that plays for a team that you hate? Mm-hmm. See, for me, this one's easy because I hate the Dodgers. If I didn't hate them before this year, I definitely hate them now that they beat my Braves and won the World Series. Uh, but Clayton Kershaw is a pitcher on that team, and he's one of my favorites. So uh, Pretty easy for me. Uh Jimmy Butler for the Miami Heat. Oh, yeah? I like Jimmy Buckets. Why do you hate the Heat? Because I'm a Magic fan. And Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, uh, every white shooter on that team has the <laughs> most punchable face in the earth. Okay. Kelly Olenek also included in that group. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you made a list of punchable faces and didn't put Nick Fitzgerald in there, actually. So, But, uh, I. I'm fine with that. So yeah. Jimmy Butler, Jim, and, he, like and he's a Mississippi State fan. Yeah, he's like a Dak him. fan at least. All right. Um, then another question here: How do you keep morale up with players leaving and the season going poorly? This question is from Ashley Taylor. Well, it doesn't look like we have. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> which is an issue. Yeah, but I mean, is there anything that you know Leach can do? Do maybe maybe if he took him to like the water park before the season. I'm sure people wouldn't get mad at that for no reason on any message boards. Page out of Joe Mo's book, right? <laughs> Just take him to go bowling or something. Go to the movies. Go play mini golf. Treat it like a bowl week or something. Uh, no, but, I mean, the people that are on the team now, I mean, that, that, are, that have survived, like, the, the purge or whatever of players leaving, entering the transfer portal and everything, you know, these players seem to, to be confident that, I mean, Austin Williams said the other day, like, the feel in the in the locker room is that we're close 
we're close to clicking, and I don't know what that means necessarily. I mean, the majority of the locker room is an offensive line and quarterbacks. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it does come from a receiver, so I don't know what that really means, but it doesn't seem like morale could could be high at all, um, but I'd, I just have to hold out and say that maybe there's a little something left. Maybe maybe that's where a win against Vandy comes in, just to, to prove, like, for the players to oh, prove yeah, to themselves. Oh, yeah, and we're going to that game. Maybe us being in that game. You're going to that game. You're not? I'm not. Really? I didn't get a ticket. I thought you did. No. I was working on it. Right, Don't worry, we just, we just didn't score. I'm if sure there's tickets. If you're listening to this and you have a ticket to the Vandy game, just give it to me. Or, I'll, I mean, I'll pay for it. But... I need a ticket to that game. Yeah, we haven't tried that combination yet. Me and you both at a game. Yeah, so, so it may work. We also haven't tried just you at a game. So. No, so. but but I'd I'd much rather be there. We're marking those off the list. <laughs> if we if we both go to this one and it doesn't work, then one of us is gonna have to take a take one for the team against Auburn. <laughs> no, we'll just sit in different sections. There we go. But uh, that's gonna do it for our Instagram questions for the day. Um, we are. Once again, so excited to bring you guys a podcast. It's, it's so much fun to do, even when you know there's not much positive to talk about. It's just fun to, to have these conversations and bring them to you guys. So um, once again, if you have any questions, any concerns, anything you wanted to tell us, uh, send them to us at Going For Two. Just send us a DM, and we will get back to you, and you might get a shout-out on the podcast. So we will see you guys Thursday for our Vandy preview, and you guys have a great week. Good to be back. It is. I have no, no clue no, what the sound is. So. No singing in this episode. Or Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Thank you guys for listening. Have you listened this far? Stop listening. The show's over. Go home. Get out of here. <laughs>